I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Plato's Cave. My name is Kevin, and today on the show, we're going to talk about what this show is all about. We're also going to explain the meaning behind the title, Plato's Cave, and what that allegory really means in real life. We're also going to talk about future episodes and kind of how I'm going to set this up and what I'm going to talk about. So, let's get started. Let's dig right into the meat of the content. What is Plato's Cave? Well, that's a great question. I can tell you what it's not. It is not Plato's Closet. It is not a repurposing uh, thrift shop. It is also not a cave made out of Plato. That is actually a pretty good guess there, but no, neither of those two things. So, here's what Plato's Cave is. Plato's Cave is an analogy or an allegory that was pro pretty much presented by Socrates, and Plato uh, took that and rehashed that story throughout the years. So this is 2,500 years ago, and I'm going to go ahead and get all of this right off of Wikipedia because I'm not smart enough to remember word by word, and this will really help me out tremendously. So uh, Wikipedia goes on to explain, Plato wants you to imagine a cave where people have been imprisoned since childhood. They were born in this cave. These prisoners are chained so that their legs and next, necks are fixed, forcing them to gaze at the wall in front of them and not look around the cave at each other or even themselves. Behind the prisoners is a fire. And between the prisoners and the fire is a raised walkway with a low wall. Behind this wall are people walking with various objects or puppets of men and of living things of things that represent the real world. The people walk behind this wall, so their bodies do not cast shadows. You can't see the people, but they can see the objects that they carry. Okay? The prisoners cannot see any of what's behind them and who is doing the casting of the shadows. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to fast forward 2,500 years. This analogy of the cave, of the images being projected onto the cave wall, in today's world would be your television set, would be your iPhone, would be your iPad, would be your computer, would be anything that is connected to the internet or is connected to some sort of satellite or cable provider, okay? So let's go ahead and go back 2,500 years. Um, so that's the imprisonment of the cave. So the next part of the analogy is departure of the cave. So Plato goes on to, to um, propose that suppose that one of the prisoners is freed and he is being forced to turn and see the fire. 
this light from the fire would hurt his eyes and make it hard for him to see the objects that are casting shadows. If he's told what he saw before was not real, but instead that the objects he is now struggling to see are, he would not believe it. If he's told the whole time these shadows are fake, what you're actually seeing are these cutouts, I'm not going to believe you. My eyes hurt from even looking at that fire. It's crazy talk, okay? I'm denial. I'm in denial of what reality really is. So he looks back at the cave wall, at the images that he's been looking at his whole life, and now those images hurt his eyes. He can't look at them any longer. It's not the same. Um, so he averts his attention back to the fire, back to the objects that were casting the images, and now things look clear to him. Now things are starting to make more sense. Fast forwarding 25 years into the future, we have movies like The Matrix. We also have a great movie from the 80s called They Live with the great and late Rowdy Piper. And these movies explain or use this analogy of Plato's cave as the basis of their movies. So in The Matrix, the scene where Neo is forced or is given the option to take the blue or the red pill, to either stay in the matrix, to stay in the cave, to continue to look at the shadows on the wall, unaffected, not knowing that there are images behind him, there are things behind him casting those shadows, or learn what the matrix really is. Take the blue pill, turn around, look at the fire. After he chooses that path, he awakens and his eyes hurt. And he asks Morpheus, why do my eyes hurt? Well, because you've never used them before. Okay, You're looking upon the real world now with your eyes, and it's blinding. The real light, the real world is blinding to your eyes because you've never used Why them. Why my eyes hurt? You've never used them before. Rest, Neo. The answers are coming. The same thing can be said for they live. Um, they have... Roddy Piper finds a bunch of sunglasses, he puts the glasses on, all of a sudden he sees the real world, he sees the PSYOP, he sees the subliminal messages, he sees the aliens running the world, and as he wears these glasses, if he wears them a little too long, they start to hurt his eyes as he has to rub his eyes, and eventually they have this uh, fix for that, and the, he wears contacts, and all of a sudden it doesn't hurt his eyes anymore, and that can be said for the longer that he uh, stays in the light, the less it hurts. So, let's suppose we can take that prisoner and we can drag that prisoner back out of the cave, up the steep end, all the way up by his hair, dragging, kicking, and screaming the whole way into the real world, out of the cave, and into the sunlight. Now, his eyes would be blinded. Uh, only slowly would he start to see reflections of water and people and things. Eventually, he'd see the stars and the moon. He'd see the world for what it really is. Okay, Now he wants to return to the cave, and he wants to free these prisoners. So he goes down, begging them, please, 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 please. You have to understand there's a real world. There's real sunlight. Uh, this is what you're seeing is totally bullshit. These shadows are being casted by people with puppets. They wouldn't believe them. They would actually attack them. They would actually uh, get out of here, you know, crazy, 
Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. The Matrix is a system, Neil. Conspiracy theory. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters. The very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. So that's pretty much the analogy or the allegory of Plato's cave. It could be seen in uh, movies today like The Matrix or like They Live. Uh, and it's apparent to people, and I think I've felt this way growing up, that there is just something not right with the world. That what's been told to me, anything from physics, from science, to 9-11 to life on other planets, things just don't add up. So we're going to investigate, we're going to explore topics, not only topics that deal with current political situations, which we can probably talk about for years and years and years, but we're going to delve into the paranormal, we're going to delve into maybe what some consider the science fiction, and we're going to delve into uh, just different topics that I find interesting that I think you will find interesting. And every week we will definitely uh, tackle a different topic. So we'll cho I'll choose a topic and I will go over it in depth. And hopefully I will, you know, share some things with you that maybe you didn't know. And hopefully you can share some things with me that I didn't necessarily know. Or if you've got, uh, you know, conflicting opinions on some of the things we talk about on the show please feel free to visit my Facebook page at Plato's Cave and leave a comment like us on there. That's going to help us generate some interest for the show and it's going to actually help generate some talking points. And I want to get everyone else out there involved in these talking points and hopefully Skype in some people that want to uh, share some of their opinions or maybe some of their stories of things that have happened to them. So that's going to wrap up the first episode of Plato's Cave. My name is Kevin. Uh, can't wait to get this thing rolling and knock out some really interesting content and get it out there for everybody. So look forward to the next episode. Thanks again. <laughs>